Hey, this is Dana Miette, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. If you want the real long version of what this podcast is about, go on over to the first episodes, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet now that we got a couple episodes under our belt. This podcast is made for teens, but it's really welcome to anyone who wants to learn more about their faith as we tackle the tough topics about life. If you have any topic requests, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. Any Bible will do, but if you want to follow along what Bible I will be reading out of, it will always be the New American Standard Bible. May God bless you, and I cannot wait to start this journey with you. Sup, guys? I hope you're doing well. Our topic of the day is importance of peace, and as always, let's start with a prayer. Dear God, we come to you today. Lord, we love you. Thank you for always forgiving us of our sins helping us get through our day, Lord Jesus, and guiding us as much as you can. May your favor be on us, our family, our children, and their children, Lord. God, our hearts today, give us your wisdom, your word, your peace, and your understanding as we learn about what true peace is today. In your name we pray, amen. So, the topic that came to me that's been on my heart is peace, and I have a feeling just like the love topic, even though I started a podcast on it today, it's like every time something God puts in my heart, it has so many different layers there's just so much God's just so good and knows so much more than us that he just unravels and unravels but he does it in bits and pieces so that we can understand so I assure you I'm sure there will be more on peace but God just put on my heart today the importance of peace and what peace means if you look in a dictionary uh, just a normal dictionary peace can mean a couple things it can mean a state or period in which there is no war or war has ended or it can mean freedom from disturbance or tranquility that is the world's definition of peace it's this freedom's from disturbance or in having tranquility but the the gospel's message of peace is a little bit different because unfortunately it is a well fortunately it is a freedom but unfortunately that does not mean you won't have the tribulation you just won't be tied to it you won't be chained to it it does not define you and so God put on my heart this passage of John 20, verses 19 through 31. Um, But before we even get there, I want to talk a little more about the power of peace. In Philippians 4, verses 5 through 7, it tells us to not be anxious about anything, but instead pray and give thanks for everything. Let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. And I kind of just paraphrased it almost word to word, but I kind of tried to sum it up. It's pretty much if we want the peace that God wants to give us and that God wants to provide for us, that it's it's a peace that we get from coming to him, thanking him, recognizing that he is the Prince of Peace, that he is greater than anything we're going to. So we're thanking him. We're coming to him about all our worries. So instead of being anxious and being scared of those things, that instead we're bringing them to God. And then it says, he'll guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. So God's going to bring that peace to you. So unlike the peace of the world that talks about, you know, not having tribulation or the wars ended. Yes, peace does those things. Um, and it definitely is going to gift us with healthier relationships and help us, you know, if we're always given peace, it will help us avoid some conflicts, but it doesn't mean we won't have tribulation and trial. And so I want to model um, and talk about, like I said, John 20, 19 through 31, um, and what Jesus did in this moment. So again, remember, um, if you if you're not familiar with this chapter, you don't have it in front of you. Um, 
um, it was after the resurrection of Jesus and they're in the upper room and Jesus is coming to them. And so the verses starting with verse 19 reads, on the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as the father sent me. So I've sent you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive sins of any, they're forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they're retained. Now, Thomas, one of the 12 called the twin was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord, but he said to them, unless I've seen the hands and prints of the nails and placed my finger in the marks of the nails and placed my hands in the side, I will not believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house. Thomas was with them. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and your hands, put your hand out your hand and place in my side. Do not be faithless, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord, my God. Jesus said to him, you believe because you've seen me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but they're written. These are written so you may believe that Jesus is Christ, the son of the living God, that believing you may have life in his name. So I want you to kind of see three times in this little past, he says, peace be with you. And I think it's interesting when he says it and then in one of them, what he says after. So let's break down the first one that happens um, in verse 19. So they're fearful. You got to remember Jesus has died. They didn't understand that the resurrection was coming. So they're hiding from the Jews because they're scared. Um, And Jesus randomly enters. And what's the first thing he does? He says, peace be with you. Now I want you to think about his kind of peace and what he's doing in this moment. He was just crucified on the cross. He just died for these people. These people who left him, they denied him. They're doing all these things. And what's the first thing Jesus does is he's offering them peace. And then he is showing them his hands and his side. And I think it's so powerful here that he's giving them peace and he's, he's reminding them of what that peace costs and what he stands for and what is peace. He's the God of love. He's the God of peace. He's, he says, peace be with you. Look at my hands. Look at my side. I'm giving you a peace past all understanding. I am the resurrection God. Only this peace can come through me. Look at the love I have for you. And he shows who he is. He reveals who he is when he says, peace be with you. And then right after he shows them his hands and sides, pretty much reminding them <laughs> there is suffering, um, but it is overcome. So you can have this peace that I give because nothing can take me away from you. So you can rest easy knowing that nothing is bigger than me. Death isn't bigger than me. Betrayal isn't bigger than me. Denial isn't bigger than me. Nothing is bigger. And then he says, peace again. But this time he says, peace be with you. As the father sent me, I sent you. So now he has came back. He has offered you peace. He has showed you the suffering. He has reminded you that, you know, he is the one true God. He has showed his love by dying for you. But now he's saying that it's your turn. Um, And I think that's so powerful because he's given us this peace while also showing us his suffering. And I think it reminds him like, I am going to equip you with this peace past all understanding. And I'm going to equip you with the love, but there's going to be these sacrifices here. But I am sending you as the father sent me. Now I sent you. You are the chosen. So he's given his peace to those who are chosen. And then of course he breathes unto them the Holy Spirit, which could be a completely, we could do a whole nother podcast, probably will on that topic. But he's giving, first he's giving them the peace. He's saying peace be with, then he's breathing on them and they're receiving him, the Prince of Peace. So the way they're going to be able to go out and live the life and the way we are going to be able to go out and be sustained is by having God's peace, by having that peace of, even though we might've messed up and rejected him, or even though we might deny him or doubt things against him, that he still comes in peace. He wants you to turn around. He
he loves you and he wants to be where with you and in return also knowing that same thing now you're going out into the world and they're given the responsibility of forgiving and retaining sins and obviously um you know we're supposed to be forgiveful 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 i can't even say the word for forgiving we're gonna go with forgiving we're supposed to be forgiving and he's reminding them of that um in this moment that his spirit is now in him is their peace is now in him and that they need to go out into the world um with that peace and then the last one is doubting thomas which is my favorite because everybody likes to think how could thomas doubt him so much yet here i am god gives me a million different blessings million and one million and two million and three different blessings and i still doubt him but here god is so thomas is there and he says peace be with you to thomas so again this is the third piece the first piece he comes to the disciples and he tells them peace and he shows them his suffering reminds him he is the one true god he is showing them that he's god and they believe then peace the second time it's was when he's sending down the holy spirit now peace the third time he's dealing with the doubter which we all are we are all these three things we need to know that we have a saving god but that we might have to go through suffering we need to know that we're given a holy spirit and that uh, we need to be forgiving and you know go out and use the peace that god has given us and then this third one like i said he says peace be with you to thomas and then he puts his fingers uh in his hands and then he places it in the sign and he calls him to believe and he does say you have believed because you've seen blessed are those who have not seen and believed so he does point out that it's even greater if you just have the faith without needing to see and believe but he doesn't hate him for it he doesn't cast him out for it he doesn't say you should never been born to get out my sight he helps him to believe so he brings the peace to that unbelieving heart so god brings peace in much different ways than what the world tells us the world tells us it's going to bring the end of tribulation yes we want to keep that kind of peace too and our peace um in following god's rules like not gossiping and not starting drama and all that keeps peace and not judging others and not comparing ourselves to others and following the rules of authority all god's teaching brings that worldly peace but we also have to remember the peace that is past all understanding the peace that god gave, that peace of bringing the truth of god and who he is and his love to the world that truth even when those don't believe even when they doubt you even when they reject you still bringing them the peace and that's how they're going to survive the word world god is telling them you know they have to go out into the world and they're going to be forgiven sins and retaining sins do you think that's going to go well no especially if they have to retain which we know that you know sin is forgiven um but if a heart is not actually acting for forgiveness like a judas then obviously that sin would be retained but they and they are going to you know go around people who are not true believers and so their sins will be retained so it's it's going to be hard because it's not going to be this worldly peace where there's ending tribulation and my last point of that kind of peace comes from john 16 33 says i have said this to you that in me you will have peace you may have peace in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world so again this peace that we're talking about today goes far past our understanding which is why it's hard to talk about which is why it still can be confusing but it goes past our understanding because it's a peace of recognizing that god is in full control it is not a peace that will not bring um tribulation and hard times your way it's not a peace where you're not going to have to do hard things or stand up for your faith in christ it's not a peace where you won't be rejected or you know even god was crucified jesus was crucified for it it's not saying that you won't have hard times the peace that god is giving to you is a peace that no matter what your worry no matter what your anxiety no matter if you rejected him doubted him was confused at some point um no matter what it was that you went through is if you come to god in prayer 
prayer and thanksgiving and you truly give your heart to him that he will be there to protect you um it, it doesn't mean bad things won't happen but you will have him on your side he will be doing what's good for you nothing in this world can harm you and when you truly realize that there is nothing that can change you down in the world everything's just a situation it doesn't mean you won't have emotions doesn't mean you won't have sadness but no matter what it is that happens to you nothing can truly harm your soul except except rejecting jesus you can get a peace past all understanding and i pray that you find the importance in this peace that you understand that jesus is the prince of peace and that these examples show you no matter if you doubted him no matter if you rejected him no matter if the world brings you trouble take heart because he brings you peace and he wants you to have that peace about past all understanding and it will help with your worry and it will help with your anxious thoughts and it will help guide you to his love and to his truth and just like the apostles we could be the next um apostles and disciples that go out and show others this amazing peace and you can feel the love that will sustain you past any situation i hope that helps you god bless